0: Everyone, welcome back to Book Events, the Wrestling Dream Match Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bennett, and with me, as always, is the cold hearted, handsome devil, Anthony Hall.
1: Oh, man. The cold hearted, handsome devil. (laughs) Okay. uh, (laughs) It's Shawn Michaels. No. no this is That's a not close
0: is it this is a a new person who uh is very popular
2: oh 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 okay 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 the cold-hearted handsome devil is hook
0: yes
1: <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> i even mentioned before we started recording i was looking at hooks uh, like uh info page I guess Where? it makes sense. Oh, yeah. No, the, yeah, he's called. Yeah, they always say the cold, hard, handsome devil hook. Right. Yes. But yeah, I know. I was looking at his page because I was very surprised to see that he's six feet tall. I did not know that. That's quite surprising. I guess it's because he's, What's, for the longest time, he was standing next to people like Brian Cage and, and Will Hobbs, and it's looking tiny. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. What is, what is Hook doing at the moment? Is he, uh,
0: uh Hook is, is a Jungle right Boy now, thing happening? Yes, right now it's Jungle Hook, and they're taking on the firm, uh, taking on uh, Lee Moriarty and Big Bill. Oh yeah, Big Bill. The best wrestling Big, name of all time, Big Bill. Big Bill. <laughs> People thought Wardlow was a dumb name. <laughs> Big Big Bill. I, is I said a pretty soon name. <laughs> I said on Twitter that they should cut, rename him to Big Willie. <laughs>
2: Might as well at this point, you know, like just just go, just go all. Just in let,
0: yeah, exactly. Just 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 go full out and well it'll be interesting i'm like they're supposed to have a tag match i think it's gonna be rampage this week as we're recording this so i don't know but jungle boy and hook together is an interesting tag team so we will see i don't know what i don't know what direction they're putting jungle boy into but i hope that Maybe he'll get a title shot or something interesting, because after the whole Luchasaurus feud and Christian, we haven't seen Christian or Luchasaurus at all. Right. So I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully something cool soon. But. We got a cool dream match booking for you today. And before we get into that, we'd like to remind people, hey, if you're enjoying the podcast and enjoy listening to our random tirades on the wrestling business or random interjects of dumb wrestling jokes, Uh, Mm, mm. (laughs) please consider following the podcast on uh, whatever podcast platform you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple, Amazon. We're all over the place, baby. Uh, All over. We are all over. Uh, but yeah, this week we have a fun dream match that Anthony has come up with and it involves someone who we predicted and a lot of people are predicting to win the Royal Rumble and someone, uh, that is, uh, becoming or has become, will become a free agent.
2: I think actually is currently a free agent. Hmm. Um, So it's very, very interesting to see where this person maybe will go. But the people in question, of course, are the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes. And he will be going up against someone who maybe, maybe could give him a real run for his money. They have wrestled once before, actually probably several times before, but mainly at all in the show that started it at all that started it all elite, baby Ooh. um and uh Nick all this lost the n w a title to Cody, so the idea here is, let's say. Uh, cue the sound (laughs) in an alternative future or a future that will happen Cody Rhodes wins the Royal
1: Rumble and then takes one of the belts off of Roman Reigns so he becomes champion he fulfills his daddy's legacy we can
0: only hope that that is what happens. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: he fulfills his daddy's legacy and he is celebrating um, on a following episode of Raw or
1: mm-hmm. Smackdown.
2: Probably Raw, probably Raw. The Raw after Mania. Yeah, that makes sense. The Raw after Mania. That's when big debuts happen and yeah. such like things. Um... Okay, maybe I w- I was thinking that th- th- this like the Nick all this would just show up, but maybe it is more impactful if we get like some video packages or uh, just some sort of interruption that is not a direct physical altercation immediately because maybe that will make this more interesting. Cause you'll be like, Oh, what does that mean? What,
0: what I is mean, it? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it, you always go back to the big raw after mania moments of surprise show up. But I mean, yeah, you know how for the longest time they kept doing <laughs> when, when Cody first showed up last year, uh, how he kept, <laughs> they kept doing the countdown to Cody. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so imagine this: is the Raw of Romania, and at the very beginning of Monday Night Raw, the leg- legendary three-hour-long wrestling program. At the very beginning, the, like countdown to Cody, two hours and forty-five minutes. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's going to be the after the main event. Great, Cody. Hey, yeah. Comes... So they should.
1: They should do yeah. that for
0: sure. That's Cody, the countdown to Cody again.
1: <laughs> oh yeah! Throughout <laughs> the show, it's like for,
0: reminder it's for a celebration. Reminder, he's yeah, it's gonna be a celebration. He did it, the boyhood dream for his daddy. Yeah, and he comes out and he gives a giant in like a a very introspective uh, promo about legacy, about uh, mm-hmm. you know he did this for dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are uh the 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 roster comes out and congratulates him for finally dethroning Roman Reigns and uh that he's going to be the new face and leader of the raw roster of WWE da, 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 da. and the roster's on the on the on the ramp and then all of a sudden this music hits
1: and I don't know what Nick what's Nick Aldis's like persona like what's his does he have a nickname? I always forget. Um, yeah, sort of. Uh, oh, the National the Treasure.
0: Yes, yes. So on the, on the screen, the music hits, and then it goes, the National Treasure. And then he comes out, and everybody's like, what, Nick, all this is here? Mm. <clears throat> you know Cody, he's in a suit, he's all dressed up. Nick Aldis also does that same thing. He's in a suit. He's all dressed up because they're both like old school dudes back in the day when, like the the guys would, people like Flair and 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 Dusty would do promos and they're all done up. He comes out. He comes to the ring. He shakes Cody's hand. And they have an exchange of words, and you think, okay, this is gonna set up the next program. And that's then where Nick maybe he says some witty line or something about watching your back or things like that. He turns, he turns, and then comes running the ring. Chris Masters and uh, Moose. Moose.
1: <laughs> Chris okay, Masters okay. And how, moose. About, how about this?
0: Okay, okay. So, <laughs> so I, wait, I, I love, we didn't. I we love did everything not, so far. We talked about this before the before we started recording, but yeah, Anthony was like, "I want this staple. And I want it to be Nick Aldis coming in trying to take the title. And yes. then I want him to be joined by none other than Chris Masters and Moose. Yes. And I'm like, that's a great idea. Moose. <laughs>
2: okay. So I, lo- I love everything that you've set up so far. So I, I I really appreciate like the uh the classic old school uh gentleman type thing where they're both, you know, wearing suits and it's like very proper and uh regal. Uh and I think they both yeah are in the ring and they're they're shaking hands and it's like oh I respect you. Oh, I respect you. You're great. Oh, you'll be my first challenger. What an honor. But then I think you have two guys just like come from each uh side of the audience. And they're they have just like they're hooded they're hooded figures they're just wearing hoodies or whatever the classic dumb trope of wrestling where it's just like if a guy is wearing a hoodie we can't see who he is but then he'll do his signature move then he'll take off his hoodie and then you'll be you'll see who is who it is so basically I think what's gonna happen is they they see these two hooded figures like coming into the ring so cody and nick all this like kind of go back to back like because they're like oh gonna defend. yeah like, like, like oh, the, oh my god like oh there's right, like they, somebody's they, going yeah. to attack us uh and then when
1: they're about to face off um nick all this just turns and then is like
2: okay this okay this is a part of the 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 stable so i I'm going to make them sort of like they're like sort of like gladiators. I think their their name is going to be like like influenced by uh, uh, an old gladiator name. And yeah, you uh, can't yeah you can't call them the American gladiators because that's a whole thing. I can't call them the American gladiators. <laughs> yes, um, but basically, it's like a that's the that's the gimmick is that they're like this like gladiatorial warriors of the rings. So basically. Nick all this turns to Cody, and then Cody's like very confused, and he goes like this. He like has his his hand, and then he gives the thumbs down. He does the
0: Batista, and
2: yes, he does the Batista. But it's also like the the thing in the gladiators movies and the Julius Caesar, like so. oh so it's okay like, yeah oh. yeah. So it's like killed him, and then the two guys attack Cody. Um, you see. Um, Chris Masters uh, put him in the master lock, but you, you don't know it's Chris Masters yet. So you, you see it's like the full Nelson. And it's like, oh, my God, is yeah. this Bobby Lashley? Like, is Bobby Lashley mm. aligned with Nick All this Because, you know, they were at one point, I think, an impact at the same time. But like, I don't know if they really interacted that much, but he's locked in the the full Nelson. And then he gets like whipped across the ring. And Cody is like getting back up and he gets speared by Moose. Moose, who famously actually has a pretty awesome spear because he was a football player. And I think all football players have a pretty decent spear. Yeah. Um, and then Nick this walks just like up to Cody's crumpled up corpse and puts him in the clover leaf. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like just the S like um Assert his dominance in that moment, and then he just like, like, like Cody passes out basically, just like
0: whips his legs off. And then I think, uh, get the big reveal. I think at, at this point, too, because we said, like, oh, yeah, it's the celebration for Cody of what he did, and like, like I was saying, oh, you have the, uh, you have the locker room there celebrating him, and as this attack happens, like, people run down to try to help Cody. Uh, and that's when like they can also attack them and that's yeah of thing. yeah and and then it's sort of like oh there's this new stable against the raw locker room you know yeah uh, yeah i think that and so then and yeah so then they're they're hooded they're wearing a mask or something so you can't see who it is and then the three of them are just standing there after they beat down cody and 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 fended off some of the raw locker room and then do they reveal they reveal them?
2: Yeah. So then it's like, I think this is a classic image of uh, Cody is on the ground and he's maybe all this is drapes the belt in front of him and he's like stepping on Cody and then Moose and Chris masters just like take off their hoods and uh, then they're just like, they're just standing there menacingly and then you're like, oh, who, what,
0: what is this? what's and
1: all moose the, and chris masters doing in the
2: impact zone
0: <laughs> and it <laughs> in the impact zone <laughs> yeah. and it's and all the wwe shills go who are these two even <laughs> yeah and again and then, all the all the actual true like fanboys are said they're going it's freaking moose and chris masters <laughs> it's chris masters how <laughs> like or when chris was adonis left
2: or yes. whatever whatever he's called uh, on the indies. When was when was Chris Masters
1: last in WWE? Okay, let me guess. 2008. I don't know. <laughs> 2000 and um 2011. Wow. Wow. So, okay. So so 12, 12. years ago. <laughs> yes he, no
2: great what a beautiful opportunity for him whenever he has a promo to be like i've scratched a clawed my way back and it took me 12 years to get back here to wwe 12 years
0: be pretty sick yeah i always like chris awesome. masters i know that they gave him the you know they gave him the gimmick of oh, he has this mission hole that no one can beat, but he did look friggin jack he was jacked he was yeah, he's ginormous, yeah,
2: so and I mean, and now he's still he's still pretty big, he's like not as scary
0: looking but that's that's fine, you know,
1: yeah, and he has,
0: uh, yeah, he's like he's got longer hair and all this stuff, but he's still an incredible worker, like he's still a great guy, and then yeah, moose is just i mean there has to at some point i don't know what they're doing anymore with omos but like moose and Omas is a or moose and lashley Has has moose and lashley yeah. ever had a match yeah yeah they they had a feud um in, in, impact. in
2: impact okay when there, there was like uh your favorite uh wrestling personality um there was a american top team Uh, Hmm. storyline in Impact and uh, there was a feud between Moose and Lashley Um, yeah it was pretty cool and yeah I think the WWE has been interested in Moose for quite some time he's the thing is with these guys is like realistically will they ever come to the WWE probably not um Unless they go to like NXT and Triple H and Shawn Michaels try to like rebuild out black and gold NXT and get like indie guys again. And like people who are like crazy
0: workers that are already well, they did, known outside of the WWE. They, I mean, they did say that they are looking for indie people again, like that they that 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 is on their radar as well. And they just signed Dragon Lee. Right. So I don't see it. I can uh, the thing though is that these guys are a little bit older um than some of the people that they might be trying to scout but at the same time like you know they're coming in as I mean if we if we if if we were to be on the scope of would Nick Aldous ever actually joined WWE. I don't really necessarily think so because I think Nick Aldous mm. went on record to say that he really doesn't like Triple H. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but this is just this is our fantasy what if universe. So yes. But so okay, we have Nick Aldous, National Treasure, Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, and his new and, and Nick Aldis's new crew of gladiator warriors. Yeah, uh, Chris Masters and Moose. And uh, before we started, you had a good idea. You had an interesting idea of like, okay, so Chris Masters brings back the Master Lock challenge.
1: Yeah, you know, he's there.
0: Yes. He's putting dudes in that. There is a chance then that someone else makes their return, and this can be a and and there's always there's already been speculation about this faction returning which they should, because it was a great faction and it was cut too short, Mm. Mm. is... And and they should return as a... I mean, they're a great heel faction, but could they be a good babyface faction? They could!
2: I think I know what you're talking about, and
0: I think they're in the
2: business of hurting.
0: (laughs) Of hurting people. The business of hurting. That is exactly how uh, MVP would want it to be said. We are in the business... (laughs) Hello, good sir. I'd like to do with you. Are you interested in the business of hurting? Good
2: afternoon, my fellow members of the WWE universe. I'd like to introduce to you some esteemed gentlemen who are in the business of hurting. (laughs) The gold standard, Shelton Benjamin, Bobby Lashley. Cedric um, Alexander and, and Cedric Alexander. I guess MVP doesn't have to wrestle.
0: Yeah, you know, we'll give no, MVP a break. I love to I like it. I love to going back and realize and seeing that like the, the whole heart business started because MVP made a reappearance just as a, a favor to or it was I think it was because his son said that he really wanted to see his dad wrestle again. Mm. there's something like that it was like he did it for his kid and then it just like stuck and then they realize oh he's he's a great manager let's just keep him <laughs> and he just stayed yeah MVP, MVP, is, MVP is pretty cool you know yeah uh,
2: yeah, that that would be fun it, w- it would be cool to like yeah as this Nick all this Cody thing is shaping up you get some side missions for his uh, fellow stable members so yeah like Like we were saying uh, that the master lock challenge. uh, Marty, you brought up uh, before we started to record that Bobby Lashley indeed was the first person to break out of Chris Masters master lock. Yep. You get re now. (laughs) And now he's using it. He's using it to to tap people
0: out. Yeah, he's using the hurt lock. No, no, no. Wouldn't that be just the stupidest promo back and forth is the hurt lock, the master lock, the hurt lock, the master. It's like duck season, rabbit season. (laughs) Yeah. So the master lock challenge comes back.
2: We, we love it. We love seeing all of the, the jobbers and uh, secondary talent um, that are not in the, the mid card to low card guys. Uh, run through the master lock challenge who wouldn't want to see Akira tozawa
0: just get crumpled by the master lock um (laughs) Uh, i just i just think even though it'd be the goofiest thing ever but it could actually be a very good match is bobby lashley and chris masters in a uh submission match and it's it's just literally who can get the hold on first
2: (laughs) yeah you can stay in
0: it it's pretty funny so who knows But it
2: should be it should be the loser can't use the master lock anymore <gasps> or the the full Nelson. Yeah. Well I mean I know I know we do this a lot, but like that this particular instance, I think it would be very effective. So I, I think like, we're working
0: towards that. I feel like Chris Masters would have to win then and then just have Lashley get a new finisher. <laughs> Uh, or have Lashley get the Dominator back,
2: which was yeah. by far a way better finisher than the Hurt Lock. Well, Sorry, it's, Bobby.
0: It's it's because they there's be, there's been this like thing of like getting big dudes to do like very like simple but like threatening looking uh, f- submission finishers or like like because the same thing happened with. Uh, uh powerhouse Hobbs with the uh torture rack and like it does look like serious it does look like it's it actually hurts but like yeah it was this thing of like okay he's a big dude it's like shouldn't he just do like a powerful like will Hobbs having the spine buster as a finisher I 100% believe because he when he does it it's just like whiplash (laughs) but Yeah. yeah but and but then I, the other... I guess it's
2: always good to have like a secondary finisher yes. that is a submission because it gives you another way to win a match. And if this was like MMA or whatever, like everybody has like a signature submission that they can go into if they have any ground game at all. So it would mm-hmm. make sense, I suppose. Uh, but maybe Bobby Lashley can get a new submission finisher. And in addition to using the dominator again, I know it's probably like another reason why this happens is probably because it's like to protect the big guys so that, you know, their yeah. bodies don't break down and they can wrestle for longer because uh, their their shelf life is already not as good as, you know, like a tiny guy
0: uh, as yeah. is. No, that's true. Um, the other side of this whole new faction that you mentioned before we started recording was uh, you asked me what was, what is a title? What is a championship? Because, because back in uh, it wasn't that long ago. It was only like a, a two years ago, I guess at this point now when the impact world championship disappeared for reasons we won't mention uh reasons we d- will not be discussing on this particular uh episode
2: but, of book and but they
0: needed they needed the championship to come back and they didn't know what they were going to do with it and then moose just showed up one day and he's like i'm tna champion or i'm impact champion but he had the no he old, no he said he said he was tna champion oh he was tna <laughs> champion okay yeah. And yeah he had the old <laughs> tna belt in impact yeah uh yeah and so the question is what championship would he show up with and be like, I'm this champion now. And just like said, he was champion. And we mentioned that we, we were like, what championship could it be? And I was wondering, Oh, maybe it could be the WCW world championship, like the big gold belt. But I guess that's tricky because obviously there's the WWE and universal belt. Um, There's, we mentioned the hardcore championship, but, Don't really know if that's something that WWE would want to do. I mean, the. The 24-7 championship got thrown in the trash. (laughs) Right as soon as (laughs) Triple H was a charge. So I don't know about that, but a championship that has been kind of talked about of maybe they should bring it back. Maybe it would be something that. uh, Could be in maybe this future NXT Europe, NXT world, whatever is the European Championship because it was an interesting world, it was in it it was a good mid-card world title um, that was defended uh, pretty regularly and at least was another opportunity to bring up some people but it'd be pretty funny for Moose to come in and he's like I'm the European Champion and then it... <laughs> And then, yeah, then people are just people would just be incredibly confused
2: of like why Moose has this belt first and foremost, and what his like obsession with being European champion is. So who are some of the uh, greatest uh, European champions of all time?
0: Uh, Um, Who's had some pretty cool reigns of the European? Well, the very first person that comes to my mind as like notable European champion was D'Lo Brown like he was he, he was kind of the face of that championship for a long
1: time. Um I'm just going to double check here. Uh European Championship WWE. Um but yeah, uh D'Lo is one of the
0: main ones. Um Let's see. Triple H had Oh yeah, Triple H had it when uh uh when they were in when it was dx uh sean had it owen hart had it uh xbox xbox had it um the very last
1: person to hold it was jeff hardy And that was in
0: two thousand two. Yeah, that was in two thousand two, and then it was unified with the Intercontinental Championship. Mm. William Regal also had it. That was also another big, big name that had it a bunch. But yeah, D'Lo Brown uh, has the most. Um, is tied with Regal for the most uh reigns. So okay,
2: the- <laughs> this is funny. So D'Lo. I don't know if he's still working for Impact but he was for a while. Yes. Um so it would be uh funny <laughs> if uh there is like some segment. I mean, we can do whatever the fuck we want because it's book events and it's it's not real. So mm-hmm. I think there should be a a segment where Delo Brown uh was like showing moose like all the European championships he's won, and moose being this person now who we assume would just like take a belt and claim themselves to be the champion, like sees the European championship, and he's like, I want that and he breaks into Delo's house and he takes all of them <laughs> so he was right. like so how many how many reigns uh did Delo
0: have as a european it, champion it was four four times
2: Right, so he's wearing four european championship belts <laughs> and he, so he he comes into uh to a, a following raw uh and he he has he has four belts all the they're all
0: delos <laughs> belts so dumb. i know that uh, uh so this immediately then made me think of who would be <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> who <laughs> would be the person to like then uh kind of go against moose or could formidably go against moose that would be like you don't deserve to hold that championship um yeah and obviously the names that come to mind are Sheamus, drew mcintyre gunther um mm. i don't know if you've heard this anthony but uh <laughs> <laughs> sorry this is just too funny when I read it um, so uh, last week as we were recording this uh, Seamus and uh, Drew uh, had a, had their tag team match against the Usos for the unified tag team championships right
1: oh I think uh, I know
0: where you're going with this yes. uh, they're
1: they announce what their team name is they're the banger boys Aren't they the banger bros? Banger bros. That's it. Banger bros. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, yes. I've heard. Imagine. Imagine this. Ridiculous. I know that he can't be on TV for another year because that was a part of his contract. But imagine the banger bros led by none other than legendary European champion himself, William Regal. What a team that would be. Yes, that would be pretty. That would be pretty cool. Uh,
2: Okay, Yes, I like this. And uh, so now we're kind of like setting up these side mission things. So first, we're going to do like the the master lock challenge. And basically, that's going to set up Bobby Lashley versus Chris Masters in a submission match where the winner gets to keep the master lock or the full Nelson or whatever. Yes and now our our other feud on the other side of this uh stable uh is going to be Moose declaring he's a European champion and i think yeah it should be Drew McIntyre and Sheamus confronting him and i think this is going to ultimately lead to like a tag team match that has Chris Masters and Moose versus Sheamus and Drew McIntyre but i think the ultimate match that we're working towards is so there's four championship belts of what i think
1: of the the european (laughs) championship okay
2: (laughs) so i think the match is in order for drew mcintyre to win the european belt off of moose he has to beat him four times in one match (laughs) best out of five falls (laughs) no 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 Drew has to beat him four times. Four times, right. But but if Moose
0: pins Drew once, the match is over. That's ridiculous. (laughs) That is insane. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't know what that would be called. I guess it
2: could just be called the uh, it's the European Championship Gauntlet. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And or it's the the gladiatorial gauntlet of the European championship. Okay, Okay. but then we have to we have to circle around back to Nick Aldis and Cody, which is going to be more of a a serious thing. Well, because uh, now that his like lackeys are not lackeys, but his fellow associates uh, are are busy doing things. Nick Aldis can now focus on having just like a premier a
0: one feud with Cody Rhodes. Yeah, well, I think that uh, they are having this feud, but like uh, Moose and Masters are still like with him. Like this is the thing that like kind of I thought was going to happen with the firm in AEW where like the whole idea was like, yeah, they it meant like the original idea was MJF had the firm on retainer so that they would go and do their own thing and they would face for their own championships and whatnot. But if MJF ever needed them for something, they would come and help him. And yes. th- that is something that a stable can do. And I'm surprised that a lot of times that they're stables, like they don't really ever, do that they just can't help but keep them all together in the same story when it's like well if you have like a singles person or a couple of singles person people and then tag team or something like that they can be in their own stories they can do their own and then come back together and so you could have yeah Nick Aldous and Cody have their story and then you have the other two in their in their uh their own storylines but they can all come together and do something, and it could be a pay-per-viewer, something. Maybe say it's like a, it goes all the way to like Survivor Series, and you have Team Rhodes versus Team Aldis, and yeah. and it's like Cody, Drew McIntyre, Seamus, um, and then maybe you get involved with some other people. I don't know. Uh, but then, like, or even if it's just a three v three match, and it's. Mm. Rhodes, McIntyre, and Sheamus versus Aldous, Moose, and <laughs> Moose, and Ma- or 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 you have a uh, uh, Sheamus, Cody, and uh, Bobby Lashley versus yeah, Masters, yeah, Moose, yeah. and Aldis. So you c- that can be the like mixing of of these storylines happening um, because they are a team, and like that would have like that's going to happen where you know. um Sha maybe Seamus challenges for the European championship, and then uh this and masters help moose retain or something like that you know that these yeah. all can happen in around the story um but yeah while the those are happening just because we want to talk about those because we thought they were fun, while that's happening, you have Cody and all this in like a real serious yes. story
2: R- yes, and uh dusty was like he's won nwa the the nwa championship belt a bunch of times right Uh,
0: yes that was his kind of like crown jewel was the nwa championship and that's and i i don't really remember if this was at the around the time of all in or if it was before all in and it was at a different show i just remember when cody won the nwa championship for the first time i don't know if it was at all In. Yeah,
2: it was at All In. He beat up okay. called this at All In. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, but, like, that was a big accomplishment because he felt like he got his dad's title back. Like, that... Okay. Okay. Like, that was his, and, like, that, you know, the NWA title had been going around places like New Japan and ROH and, like, all these different companies. Um, and it, it, Cody finally had his dad's title back where it belonged right and that's because nick all this was just taking it all over the place because there wasn't really like an nwa show no no now Um, like yeah then then i think it was at that point when i mean i could be wrong about the history but that was at the point when uh then nwa like came back and kind of swing but anyways, yeah, but yeah, that was like sort of like shortly
2: after All In when all the stuff started happening. Like NWA got that like studio show, like the NWA Power, um, and it's still going. But I think that's interesting that it's like, oh, Cody beat Nick Aldis at All In to get his daddy's title back, but Nick Aldis feels slighted by that, and now that he's not NWA champion, he's like, you took a title from me that I helped redefine in this generation mm. if you ask anybody who nwa championship is who the end who the true nwa champion is of the last generation they would have one name and it would be nick Aldis. so for you to take that and claim that it was your daddy's belt is a spit in the face of the national treasure nick Aldis. <laughs> so now he is coming to take a belt that he thinks is rightfully his and why because the wwe championship belt is for he can just this is just cape babe but he'd be like it's for like the best wrestler in the world it's for someone who is uh pure excellence who is someone who represents everything pure about the sport of professional wrestling uh he's like you know so he's coming to take this title because he doesn't think that Cody deserves it, that Cody has just lucked his way into getting the title that his his daddy never got. Mm-hmm. And Nick, all this is here to actually provide a proper lineage and proper reign to a title that he thinks is representative of the best in the
1: world. And Cody, of course, takes offense to that because he is a narcissist and thinks he's the best. <laughs> yep. No, that
0: sounds um, great. I, yeah, it's yeah. I feel like this is their chance to. um, Really like Cody loves melodrama. Like he loves like in all of his storylines and stuff that always is there a part of it. Like this, the over the top drama of, of, you know, what he has to do or what he's being put through at the time in order to uh be able to achieve like true baby face to he, like that the audience can really get behind because that's I mean he, it seems like he's always been trying to get back to that sort of place cuz that's what his dad was you know his dad was like the man's man you know he was the the one that everybody could relate to and believe in and all that stuff. And so now it's like Mm -hmm. Cody wants to be at that again. And he's kind of, he's kind of hit that um, point. And I think him coming back and winning the Royal Rumble would be a huge, like big moment. And then it, it will be after that. If he does win the title, what, how will he continue going forward in that momentum? And so I feel like they Nick Aldis and and Cody would have a really deep, old school sort of storyline where it's about respect, mm. it's about yes. lineage, and it's about
1: yeah,
0: and, and legacy, it's about legacy, yeah, yeah, and
2: yeah, I think it's just going to build. I think in a traditional fashion where they promo against each other we get video packages of like dusty roads you know hoisting up the nwa belt and you know then you get nick all this with his video package of him taking it all over place and being like when your father abandoned this promotion i had to come in and make it something again i took this belt all around the world so that people would never forget n w a and the importance of this title that you stole from me on a and then they'll they'll sell out AEW on like yeah. on an an independent school gym production uh, <laughs> that they call wrestling where it's just a bunch of uh clowns and spot monkeys and you <laughs> made me lose on that show and disrespected the belt and i'm here to disrespect you as a man as a wrestler as a human being because i'm going to make you regret taking away
0: that belt from me because now i'm going to take
2: everything from you
0: i feel like i feel like something like this is one of those sort of
1: Storylines and feuds where it really just needs to be built up in the
0: moments and the promos and the interactions and stuff uh, where it just it's one of those classic it leads up to one match
1: or or
0: of course it could be that with Cody like Cody fashion. Cody loves also to do the like it's a match and then something screwy happens in the match so then it leads to another match but this time uh you take out the uh the uh possibility of other stuff so you amp it up like that's what I mean you look at say Cody and MJF and you know there was the cage match with Wardlow and then obviously the the ten straps um, there's all that to build up the drama and everything but him and MJF didn't have a match until that very final moment where then yeah Matt uh, uh, MJF cheated and so it screwed Cody out of out of ever challenging for the world title um, or no wait that was him in Jericho right that was him in Jericho and MJF screwed him out of that that's what it was but anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember MJF beating Cody anyways. But uh and then Cody and Seth, you know, it was a regular match. And then they had a second match, and then the third match was in hell in a cell. Uh so it could be Chris Master or, or sorry, it could be uh uh Oh God! Why am I blanking on the name? Uh, Nick Aldis Aldis. versus yeah, Nick Aldis versus Cody, and then something screwy happens, and so then yeah, uh, but uh, maybe it's like something screwy happens, uh, but Cody manages to fight off, so he retains, and then Nick Aldis wants a rematch, and uh, because you know it could be the classic like heel thing of like you cheated. Even though Nick Aldis tried to cheat and so that you know, it's like he has one of his goons come out and they hit Cody and then but Cody mm. kicks out and then while the ref has their back turned because they're dealing with the commotion at ringside, Cody cheats in order to win. Uh, but but everybody's like, That's cool, I'm okay with that, because he's a good guy. And so then yeah. Nick Aldis is like, You cheated, blah <laughs> blah and then they ended in like a and then they ended it ended it in like a steel cage or something. Also, because steel cage is like classic, like old school wrestling gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's good. And I think
2: the the first match between them should be um maybe on like a pay-per-view or something. But then it's like the finish is that the two other guys in the faction, um Chris Masters and Moose come out, and then they're going to basically Blind side Cody so that Nick Aldous can can win. And maybe like maybe they like come in and like slide the belt in so that Nick Aldous can use it to hit Cody. But then Cody somehow like dodges that and the ref gets like hit with the belt or something. Yeah. And then Cody uh manages to like try to fight off the guys. Maybe we get Drew McIntyre to come in and he like kicks uh moose in the head or whatever and then bobby lashley is fighting chris masters yeah but then the the ref comes to and cody you're cody, like
0: oh is yeah well i i the a cool finish would be what's the move that um i always forget what it's called but it's where cody like puts someone in the move for the pedigree but then like lifts them up and then brings them down like um I forget what it's called. Um. Yes, I I I know what you're talking
2: about. I'll so, look it up. Yeah,
0: but he he basically does the move onto uh uh he does the move onto the belt, and so then Christmas, yes. and so then Nick all is gonna be like, uh you know what you're doing, you you, yeah. It we're not saying it in the best way. <laughs> but a oh, tiger driver. Yeah, that's there what we I'm talking of. Um, okay, so that okay, that
2: that that could happen but instead of Nick all this getting like actually losing, I think that move happens and then the ref comes to and as Cody's about to go for the pin, he sees that like the the belt was there and used and he th- and like the ref is like, "Oh, no, you cheated. You used the belt as a weapon even if it is like just splatting somebody on it, um, the ref can just be we can reveal that the ref was paid off by Nick Aldis or something later. It can be mm. like uh like tiny H uh or Tiny uh N-H. Tiny H, <laughs> Tiny H. It could be uh Tiny Natch and he has been paid off by Nick Aldous to make him win at all costs um and to protect his uh employer interesting Uh, interesting he he's like he just he disqualifies cody for using the belt even though he didn't technically strike him with it it was just in the ring and he was boom got tiger drivered onto it um so he's like oh no you can't do that it's over and of course this makes it so the title doesn't change hands because it's not like a legit pinfall win for nick aldis it's just that cody got disqualified for using the belt as a weapon right okay and then you we will do the reveal of that uh what's his name charles robinson got paid
0: got paid off um to make sure that he won at first i'm kind of like at first i kind of go like uh, you'd have to have nick aldis like really spin this to be benefit for him because at the same time it's like Well, why would you have him disqualify you? Because champion's advantage, he would just retain the belt. But it's to be like, it's, yeah, okay. I guess the way that it could be spun is that, that way at least Nick didn't lose, lose.
2: Yeah. But it's not that he, so it's not that he paid him off to disqualify Cody. It's that he paid him off to, like ref it in his advantage yes and because he was so close to losing the ref had to just like call the match and disqualify cody or else nick would have lost properly yeah okay. so i think like throughout the that person you see you see you see moments where like uh nick just like is hitting cody like in Uh, the corner like over and over again but the count like extends like it's like he hits him like one two three four five and then the ref is just like one two and it's like just like he he keeps letting
0: Nick hit him it's a slow count or he gets to like four kind of waits a second even commentary can be like Revs this' is a strange behavior out of out yeah. of this out of this person they' it seems like they're counting a bit slow and they like kind of go up yeah. to Nick and they're like, okay, you can come out and like yeah, there's a bit there's a couple moments there and then it leads to this whole thing of like maybe it's even that like Nick is then like out of this Nick can be like, oh, uh, because you didn't beat me fairly, I deserve another rematch and then like it. It like leads to a couple of weeks where then Cody reveals that he has discovered that uh, Nick paid off. That can be. That's also kind of oddly, weirdly like old school wrestling, but also kind of like early two thousands like security camera footage of Nick all this paying <laughs> off the ref and all this stuff, and then that can lead to uh, yeah. There's just like a br- a
2: briefcase in the in the ref's change room, and it's like it's like for for your dedication or like uh for your service and then you see the ref opening it up and he's like counting the money and then he puts it back and then i
0: and then i feel like that could lead it properly into like another match and that would be uh steel cage where then yeah yeah, there's no way that people can you can't fuck it up so I feel like is that's there a good...
2: anybody who would be a good like special guest referee that is impartial? Okay. We're gonna go we're gonna go full ham here because in book events, nothing matters, no promotions matter. Um, <laughs> this is this is fully fantasy. So some way, somehow, Arn Anderson becomes the special guest referee. Okay. <laughs> because sure. if Nick this had the advantage for um, I mean, I guess you don't need a special guest referee in a cage match. <laughs> They've done it before. Oh, whatever. Fuck it. Let's do it. It's so been Arn done becomes the spe- the special guest referee. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that that makes everything fair. And Arn says that he'll call it right down the middle because you know he's a upstanding guy and he wants Cody to win the right way. And he's always wanted Cody to win the right way. Uh so So he becomes a referee in the cage match for the title that is Nick Aldis versus Cody Rhodes. So that sets up those three matches for our our three stable members. And I haven't even named the stable yet. It's (laughs) going to be called Maximus, named after Russell
1: Crowe's character (laughs) in the Gladiator. Maximus (laughs) I'm
0: sure that I'm sure that someone could easily come up with a good stable name for those three that's like gladiator if even if it had something to
1: do with like impact or uh like a callback to that era or
0: even like NWA callback or something I mean they could just be called the
1: national treasures that's true. They could. So that's an they easy could. one, but, uh, Maximus. but yeah, Maximus. <laughs>
0: Maximus. If they hey, if they wanted to rename Moose, they could call him Maximus. <laughs> that's his. That's his.
2: That's his middle name.
1: <laughs> Maxim
2: Moose Maximus, something. Um, yeah. So the, I, I think that's it. I, I think that's how that shakes down. Yeah, uh, and then Chris Masters beat Bobby Lashley to continue to keep the master mm-hmm. lock, which is so funny. I think and Bobby
0: Lashley has to find a new move. I think then, I think then out of this too, I think Seamus should be European champion. Seamus is on a hot streak right now. Banger after banger, bro. Bros?
2: <laughs> okay. So let, let's then, say that like Drew, Mac- Drew McIntyre tries the, to do the uh, European gauntlet hey. challenge. And loses, yeah, because of Nick all this and uh, <laughs> Chris Chris Masters interfering, sure. Uh, And then Seamus is like, "I'm going to do it. This is it is my destiny to get this European title." Um, and and he is the one who manages
0: to defeat the Gladiators Gauntlet, which is four pinfalls. Oh no no no! To one. <laughs> no, here's here's what it is. Here's what it is. Is this uh this coming year, uh. Uh, Money in the Bank is going to be at uh, in the UK it's going to be in England Oh, and they have a ladder match where all four titles are hanging above the ring and <laughs> and and and, and Sheamus climbs the ladder in front of the UK crowd even though it's England and they're not a part of the UK anyways uh, <laughs> they go they are they are a part of the UK are they I mean oh yes yeah,
2: yeah. England is a part of the UK what was what okay. was
0: Brexit Brexit is them separating from the European Union. Oh, the EU. Right. Okay, Uh, I don't know world news. I don't get anything. Uh, But anyways. Yeah. So he pulls it down. And there is Seamus standing up in front of the quote unquote hometown crowd uh, with the European championships. I think that'd be all four of them. Yeah. Wait.
2: So are all four of them on the same thing or are they on different? They have to grab all four.
0: Well, they have the things that the tag team titles are on. And so, like, they can grab grab that and hold all the belts up. And then, yeah, he's the European champion.
2: Okay, so it's a it's a four belt ladder match that happens there. Um, Okay, but then before that, I think Drew McIntyre fails at the Gladiator gauntlet, which is the four pinfalls, the one he maybe gets three pinfalls and then Nick all this and Chris Masters help Moose cheat and get his one pinfall that uh, is (laughs) basically it's basically sudden death. sure
1: (laughs) yeah uh that's so funny
2: and And i think that there should also be a match um even before sheamus has like the four belt ladder match that is uh you remember the fighter pit matches that they had briefly like it's like the gladiator pit and it's (laughs) it's gonna be it'll be sheamus again with moose but um this time maybe maybe he wins Maybe Sheamus does win, but it's like
0: no, 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 no. You didn't beat me four times. Oh, and uh, you didn't, special. You didn't beat me four times. Special guest referee Tyson Fury.
1: <laughs> oh, oh God.
0: <laughs> oh. Tyson Fury's Fury is loves- wearing all four belts. Oh. <laughs> nah. It's okay. God. And then I guess Jeez. out of the out of the main storyline, I think Cody just retains and wins clean, and then he can move on to another thing. And yeah, yeah, I think that, yeah, that's that's yeah, all in there. So. Which I think that's fun. It's 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 uh it's definitely interesting wrestlers who either you know Masters was with WWE, it'd be cool to see him back in WWE. Moose is is a talent that a lot of people love and um he's a great worker. Um uh and so it'd be cool to see him and where he fits into like the land of giants in terms of uh, WWE which would be cool. And then yeah, like Cody as champion, I I hope it it would be cool to see it happen and I hope that whoever then challenges him um is gives a really good proper like foil to his babyface run. Um at the gate cuz cuz yeah, I th- I feel like after the Roman Reigns era um at least this this era it'll be interesting to see how they set up and where they go and i think cody is a good pick for that but we'll see who then he can face um because that'll be a big big thing of who's going to be the next big heel for the championship so
2: yeah, it, it's it is very interesting to see what how is is all, is all going to play up because Roman's just had the belt for so long, and the yes. bloodline has had the tag belts,
0: and it's just—I mean,
2: they're they're oh they're Lord. incredibly
0: they're incredibly popular, and I mean, I mean, Sami Zayn is is where it's all at, like that. He's yeah. he is the glue that's holding it all together right now. Of whatever is going to happen in the next couple months. To that point, but uh but yeah, I'm excited to see what Cody brings um and uh, how they're going to pull the trigger and what that's all going to be. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, let us know Uh online and in the comments and all that. uh Who, you know, uh, do you think Cody is going to win the Royal Rumble? And if he does and he goes on to defeat Roman for one or both of the belts, who should face him first? I think that would be a good question to ask the audience uh, to close mm-hmm. out the episode we are going to do a little bit of a uh, heel versus face heel or face heel, heel or, or face, face. Heel or uh, face. <laughs> and then we got a match recommendation for you so jump right into it heel or face Anthony I have a good one mm-hmm. here for you and it's related to everything that we've been kind of been talking about I don't know Is if we've right. done this person before for heel or face, but it's a good one because there is a long lineage of them as a heel and as a face. Oh.
1: Was. Gold dust. Heel or face. In 2006. Oh, shit. Uh, I, I could not
2: even tell you who he, was, who he was feuding with in 2006. I, I I truly do not know what the storylines were at that point in time. I am going to guess
1: that Goldust was probably a heel during that time. You would be correct. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You
0: would you would be correct. It's actually even funnier to look back. So you can. So we always use the SmackDown hotel to look and see because it has like their dates of their turns and then it also has their dates of what companies and promotions they were with between 2002 and 2008 <laughs> Dustin Rhodes went from uh, WWE to TNA to WWE back to TNA back to WWE <laughs> and in that time the legendary sh- and in that time you showed up Dustin He showed up in WWE from 2005 to 2007 and he was a heel. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, Uh, I remember that. I remember that briefly. Uh, That was kind of like the beginning of when I really was super into. uh,
1: Into WWE, and so I remember him being there and yeah, he was. He was definitely on the heel side. All right, Ooh. your turn, sir. I, I also don't know if we've done this one, but
2: um, this is a very uh, fun character, an all time fun character, I'd say. Mm-hmm. This is the big
1: boss man. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Can you tell me in his last, uh, oh no, his, okay, when he debuted. The big right. boss man. From January 1st, 1985 to May 30th, 1986, was the big
0: boss man heel or face? So this is when he was the cop. Um, you would hope that he was a face, <laughs> but, but probably they portrayed him as, oh no, it was the face though. It'd be very funny if it was a heel. I know that then when he when he left and he came back and he was like the bodyguard to um the uh to like Vince and all that. He was the bodyguard version of the big boss man. <sighs> I'm going to say he was a heel. He was a face.
1: Uh, yeah, You're right.
0: That makes sense. You should have gone with your gut. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he is, was the, uh, yeah, he was face yeah he was the cop version of the big boss man and it was like i'm putting away the bad guys yeah that makes sense
1: (laughs) that makes sense oh man big boss man great great character um 100 percent
2: my my friend had a uh like up until like fairly recently he had the ljn big boss man in that particular outfit and uh he sold it unfortunately
0: Oh, well, I mean, hey, those are those, those toys are sought after. So if it was in good yeah. condition, I can imagine
1: why. Yeah, you'd I think sell it was that. an
2: it was an OK. It was an OK condition. Like it wasn't like mint, but it was still nice enough that he got like eighty dollars or something for it. Hey, that's pretty awesome. good considering, yeah. you know, he was like, He's like, I don't really know anything about this. And I was like, you should have asked me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, there we go. Of course, as always, uh, for our segments, if you have a suggestion for any of our segments, such as heal or face, uh, you can always suggest them online because we'd love to use them in a segment to close out the episode match recommendation of the week. And this week, it's my recommendation. And I know that he had this celebration not too long ago. Celebrating 20 years. Uh, actually, no, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to switch this around. I was going to do someone else who celebrated 20 years. I'm going to do someone who celebrated 20 years very recently. And that would be the gold standard. Shelton Benjamin celebrating 20 years oh. in the WWE. I got I got to find this ma- the date for this match. Now, um, I was originally going to do John Cena. Um, which is actually funny because I was gonna do John Cena versus Shawn Michaels, the th- hour long ep- the hour long match from Raw, um, mm. which which is a great, which is a uh, a fantastic uh, a fantastic match, but gotta give Shelton his flowers and guys say hey you know you one of the most fantastic workers in WWE, um, but Shawn Michaels versus Shelton Benjamin, Raw. May 2nd, 2005. One of his best why matches. That, why that one specific? Oh, it was just that, a good match that was on it's, TV. It's Shelton Benjamin's best match. It's a, it, it, it was a surprise match against Shawn Michaels. He worked Shawn Michaels so well. And that's the famous um, Shelton doing the springboard and Shawn super kicking him in midair. Ah. Uh yeah oh okay okay that's the one that everybody like references um and yeah it, it's such a fantastic match oh, mainly because it's like it was at the point where Shawn Michaels was like at his like highest um after his return and it was this match it was the match against Shawn Cena It was like he was just going crazy he was he, he was pulling off really good matches with these younger dudes and yeah, to celebrate Shelton Benjamin twenty years in the business, um, th- it's a fantastic match, and I remember watching it live, and I thought it was incredible. And then yes, the big spot of Shelton doing the springboard and Sean kick super kicking him midair, fantastic. So go watch it. I'm pretty sure the entire uh, I was match gonna, is on YouTube. I was gonna say that uh, <laughs> uh it
2: it was. Uh, Max Max Caster was uh, on WWE as an enhancement talent or as an actor for uh, Shelton Benjamin, but it was actually Bobby Lashley. Um, I don't know if you've seen this. It's a horrible segment where Max Caster plays one of Bobby Lashley's sister's. (laughs) yes just so
0: terrible <laughs> yeah I remember that whole that whole thing <laughs> <laughs> no the 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 Shelton one is when he had his mama when he was the Intercontinental yeah, yes, Champion yes. and he had his mama there we, which is also a fantastic storyline yeah, yeah, love yes. Shelton really hope the her business comes back together because this dude he deserves another like title run or just gets to showcase more because he's still going strong so there we go um, but yeah, mm, I think the WWE the
2: WWE is currently missing some gentlemen who are in the business of hurting.
0: Ooh. <laughs> I love it. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for checking out this episode of the podcast. Um, please subscribe or follow the podcast on whatever platform you get your podcasts on. Uh, feel free to come and follow us online uh, on Twitter at BookEventsPod. Maybe possibly some other places where trying to figure out what else we want to do to get more content out there for y'all um but yeah come and follow us uh you can also check us out online uh you can see find me on twitter and instagram at barton underscore minute you can follow mr anthony hall at hall and jokes on instagram and twitter and uh yeah go watch some wrestling keeping excellent and we will see you next time